Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. A lot. I, I, know, I love doing that. Numerals, or, or do you believe in homo sapiens? That they have a right to, to That's marry. That's right up there with your epidermis is showing. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shockey. David's tired. What did I miss? Oh, so much. I had 31 hours on planes and airports with a mask on the whole time. I, Barely. When I was in Manila, I had a bag of M&Ms. Uh-huh. And obviously, you can take your mask off when you're eating. Right. It took me 30 minutes to eat this bag of M&Ms. I luxuriated in these M&Ms. Um, I, I'm, but I'm, then again, I always luxuriate in M&Ms. Who that doesn't? is true. That is true. Um, so we'll just get to that. So... Uh, <sighs> Judge, oh, hi, info at from bunkercom in order to email us. Does that work? Hi, I'm Jody Hamilton, David Shockett, sitting across <laughs> right from Right here. We are both tired. Back. We are Ready He's to go. back. He's back, kids. He was out of the country. Um, okay, so. I was out of the hemisphere. Yes, you were. Oh, wait a minute. Our hemisphere is north, south, or east, west? Or is it kind of both? Both. It's all. So I was in the eastern hemisphere. Yes, you were. So, um. For those of you that didn't listen here this morning or weren't flying in the middle of the night last night, um, where pilots were announcing, mask mandates are now gone by rule of a one judge, one judge in Florida. At least, she was, at least she's qualified. No. Um, it was a 59-page ruling, by the way, that um, <clears throat> apparently she didn't hear any arguments on. She said, I don't need to hear the arguments. I'm smart enough. So don't talk to experts. So basically, she stated that the CDC didn't have the right to put mask mandates on human beings. Why don't you tell us a little about the history of this judge first? Because I think that's the most most interesting context. She, I mean, uh, uh, she uh, aspect of this. Uh, she was appointed in November of 2020 after the election, and it had already been decided. So Trump had already lost any point. Now, I have no lost. problem with with that. I mean, when you, when well, no, you elect I mean, someone, you still... elect them for four years, right. and he well, can no, appoint but, but... up until January nineteenth. Yeah, but don't talk to Mitch McConnell about that because if it's an election year, unless it's Republican. Oh no! If, even if it's two years now, they're not. They're not. They wouldn't seat. Uh, they're still not seating a bunch of people in the cap in the cabinet too. But so anyway, this woman, um, her name is uh, Mizell. Her last name is Mizell. Would this be the honorable? Uh, U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel, um, uh, who was who was appointed by Trump, and uh, 
was deemed not qualified by the American Bar Association. Um, she was confirmed by a vote of 49 to 41. Not one Democrat voted for her. Um, and according to uh, reports, she did not hear arguments, which I find that to be wrong. Oh, you mean to do things the way your job is supposed to be done? Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like shadow docket stuff for the Supreme Court because that's when they don't hear arguments. Is just okay. We're gonna do this or not do this in an emergency, and they don't hear arguments. They don't get briefs or anything. I I assume she got briefs to read, but I don't know. She wrote a fifty-nine page decision, basically stating that uh, the CDC overreached because the reading in the law states that the the CDC has the right to regarding public health, whatever is necessary to make things sanitary. So putting a mask over one's face, you're not breathing on somebody else, mm-hmm. um, and they can't get at you. It's harder. Does yeah. the CDC make the mandates, or does the, the CDC, CDC make the recommendations, and the government makes a mandate, a man, makes a mandate based on those recommendations? She said um, uh, it was the White House that had the rule to be enforced. Wait a minute. Weren't we talking about like masks and COVID like three weeks ago when I was here? Uh-huh. Okay. She said the CDC failed to justify its decision and did not follow proper rulemaking procedures. It's like I said, it's a 59 page rule. But my point is that might be possible. There might be technical errors that she's ruling on, even though, you know, I don't want to give too much credit she's, to this unqualified person. She said it would be impossible to end the mandate for the limited group who objected to the lawsuit. So, COVID's going to spike. I guarantee it. There is no doubt in my mind. Um, And it's not so much like the airport, the airplanes, once they're in the air, their filtration system is pretty good. But on the ground, that's not on. And you're in a very tight knit tube. You know, I I took a COVID test before I got on a plane in Bangkok, right? I didn't know that when I got to the airport. So that was a nightmare. I got to the desk at the Air Philippines. They said, oh, where's your COVID test? I got one when I got there, which I was negative. And uh, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so they said, oh, well, we have a COVID testing facility here. So I'm racing through the airport, oh, I bet. a foreign airport in a foreign country where, you know, where right. everything's in, in a different language. I get, fortunately, the, the plane was not full. So there wasn't a line at the Air Philippine counter. I got my COVID test in 10 minutes. It cost me 250 baht, which is $7. Okay. That's nothing. <laughs> it scared um, me there. So there's no, not a reason in the world they just can't have COVID testing facilities everywhere. And if you want to, you know, fly, right. you got to show up with a good negative COVID test in the last 24 hours. Then you get on a plane without a, a mask if you want. Well, that's other countries. See, uh, there will still be mandates <clears throat> leaving, but this is for domestic no, I public transportation, including rail, But I had, a mask on, I had a mask on for 30 hours yesterday. I had a mask on in the car on the way to the airport oh, in Phuket. Yeah. You have to have a mask on in the airport. You have to have a mask on the plane. That was fun. Well... It's better than getting COVID. I've had COVID. It's close. <laughs> well, COVID number two, I had. It was close. COVID number one, not close. COVID number one, COVID classic was brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, the judge wrote, a limited remedy would be no remedy at all, even if the goals of the CDC in fighting the virus were laudable. I guess <clears throat> they weren't laudable. Uh, she said, because our system does not permit agencies to act unlawfully, even in pursuit of desirable ends, the court declares unlawful and vacates the mask mandate. Um, so the White House basically is upset about this um, because I wish they'd done a vaccine mandate personally to fly. No, I could, the airlines could have ended this a year ago. Yeah. 
and the, two years ago, and the airlines because part of the flight attendants are against masks. And part of them are not. This guy called into Stephanie's show this morning. He's a flight attendant. He's like, I'm terrified to go to work now. Just terrified. Because now I'm going to get... You don't know the person sitting next to you could be sick and could give it to you. Correct. It's like smoking on a plane. It's exactly the same thing. Non-smokers were I mean, getting smoked. If, if you saw the quality of, of the mask wearing on the planes, you would oh, be... I'm sure it's it terrible. wasn't great. I'm sure it's terrible. And apparently there was a flight, a Delta flight... Plus two full meals. When was the last time you had actually full meal? We get the little thing with the foil and the tray, and you pull it up, and the bun and the thing and the dessert. Like Only I, when I've flown for across country or to Hawaii. And or you something. must have been in first class because I've flown in the last twenty years a hundred times across country and I've never gotten a meal. Two full meals. Well, you did fly a long ways. Yeah, but I mean, my point is they don't serve meals anymore. I mean. Philippine Air wasn't even like Air China or Singapore or ANA or EVA. EVA. Forget Qatar or Emirates Air. Right. It was like a, a lower tier or mm-hmm. or uh, Oriental <laughs> uh, Asian airline. Asian, there you go. And it still made American United and Delta look like, you know, I don't, I don't even know what the metaphor is for the lowest quality you know, a barnstorming, you know, crop dusting airplane. Yeah. No, it's a I mean, joke. You, Air Philippines was three times nice. Philippine Air was three times nicer than any American airline I've ever flown. I've, I've flew, I've flown once where they just had the single pods in first class. Okay. And we flew, that was when we flew to England and, and but we had. We British had, Airways also great airline. They're fantastic. And, but we didn't, we didn't. Why are we them. so bad at this? Why is it, why are our airlines just garbage? And why are we, I mean, it's just like we've been programmed to accept that and like all you have to do is leave this country for a few weeks and realize we're just not what we claim to be no no they don't no they nobody wants to spend money here on anything that's not i mean i think the news oh and i bought at the right time you know how much this ticket from bangkok to manila to los angeles was where i got three full meals and i got to my eight over layover layover i got to sleep in a a transfer lounge Mm mm-hmm $397. $397. Round trip? No, just one way, but still. That's still cheap. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think the 777s are very nice, the Dreamliners that this Boeing was, makes. I don't even think Those are supposed that. to be it, it nice. Those are outfitted more nicely. The seats were a little more comfortable, had full video thing on my whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, though, this Delta Airlines flight that was coming in from somewhere, the pilot announced over <clears> the uh, comms. You can take off your mask. Now you don't need, and so they, the flight attendants were like, hey, throw it in the, and I'm like, there were people flying that had children that had not been able to get vaccinated. Others going, hey, in the middle of a flight, I can't argue with this. No, I'm sure you know? the pilots were instructed to inform them of that. In the middle of a flight? Why? Because that's the law. They, it and was they, their choice. They, no, I think maybe they don't want to get sued for enforcing a mask mandate that is no longer the law. They said to inform the, inform the, the your, you can inform your passengers. It is no longer the law. I guarantee somebody would have gotten a lawyer and said, hey, why didn't you let us know? Why did I have to spend another four hours in that plane with a mask on? I'm just telling you, people don't want to get sued. Well, I mean, it was basically what the law, basically it was up to each airline. Do you want to have a mask mandate or not? It's a choice now for these private entities. So it wasn't a law thing. It was Delta Airlines didn't have to announce it because they could have kept that mandate on them. At that moment, but they've already, it's their they've, choice. they've already decided not to. So when when are you going to you know tell people when they land? You, next time you get you don't have to do it next flight. I wouldn't do that if that, if this is the decision I make. You know, let you let your 
passengers know now, and I'm assuming most passengers are in favor of that. So obviously, I'm not. They, 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 they don't care about health; they care about money. And I think a lot. Of, I think they're going to lose a lot of flyers again. I or do. They're also going to gain a lot of flyers. Like I, I, I always thought, why don't you uh, start an airline that's smoking only? Yeah. And all the smokers are going to your plane. I agree. Plane. I agree. Do they, you, can you smoke going to the Philippines? Uh, I've never. I have not been on a smoking airline in 30 years. Because the last time I, when I was still smoking, it was 1993. Was the last time I was in an airline. Hence, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was 93. Going to Mexico, <clears throat> and I was like, "Ooh, you can smoke because we're going international." Because you couldn't smoke on domestic flights anymore at that point. But yeah, it was going down to Mexico to Cancun. It was a lovely trip. So yeah, she's. Um, I'm hoping that they will. Um, appeal it. I don't think they will because the administration was going to lift the mandate in two weeks anyway. They had extended it. I was hoping they would extend it for the rest of the year. So where are we at with COVID? If you, I mean, I'm, I want to get off the COVID subject because I can't take talking about it for one second. But is there a new, is there a new variant we're worried about? Is there a new thing? Is it cropped up someplace? Is it? I heard China's having trouble. China's having a lot of trouble. Okay, got it. Um, and uh, California just had an eighteen percent increase. <clears throat> Since yesterday. Hey, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Um, If we are providing Stinger missiles and Javelins Mm -hmm. and fighter planes Mm -hmm. and helicopters Mm -hmm. and tanks, Mm -hmm. we're providing military assets Mm -hmm. to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. How is that any different than troops? Those are, you could argue that those things are, are by a multitude of a hundred more deadly than troops. How is that not quote unquote war. I mean, you know me, I think we've been at war with Russia since 2016 and just the semantics of it. Oh, we don't want to get into a war by actually transferring the planes in Ukraine. We're going to leave them at the border. I mean, it's, it's idiotic. It's ridiculous. As far as I'm concerned, if we're going to provide all this lethal assistance, why don't we just go in there and blast them ourselves? Because it's no different. Yes and no. I mean, we're not putting troops there for good reason. Do you think Vladimir Putin is like, you know, Uh, parsing his words like that. I mean, you know, it's like everything's war to him. Yeah. That guy. Well, yeah, but there is a, helping them out with gear is different than sending Marines in. I don't think it is. I think we're we're still helping to kill them with our military assets. I understand that, but we're not getting our kids killed at this Um, point. What would he do? Like if all of a sudden they had a whole column moving into whatever of 20,000 soldiers and tanks and things, and we just bombed the it and killed all of them. No, I think I adequately no, censored myself. No, I heard it. Um, um, you know, what, what's he going to do? What is he going to do if we started just blasting out of them? Well, I mean, that's what they're trying to do with Ukrainians doing it. First off, Ukrainians don't know how to fly our planes, which is why we weren't giving them our planes. Is he going to attack a, a NATO country? I guarantee he's not. Is he going to drop a nuclear weapon on his border? I mean, that's like throwing weed killer on the grass next door and it, gonna, it goes into your grass. It's, it's going to kill your house. He can't drop even a limited nuclear t- thing. And I don't think he's going to do that anyway, because it requires a lot of people to authorize and execute a nuclear attack. And at some point, somebody's going to say no. Hopefully. But he's not going to do that. I listened to Fiona he's Hill. He's a bluffer. Well, Fiona Hill's like, I wouldn't put it past him. She knows him and his ilk very well. She's she's like, I wouldn't put it past him. She goes, mm. 
He would totally do something like that. A limited strike, uh-huh. a nuclear strike, yeah. radioactive strike uh-huh. on a country on his border. He put his own people into Chernobyl and they finally left because they were That's getting like radiation Siamese sickness. Twin, one Siamese twin punching another Siamese twin in the face. I mean, you know, you're, we, you're, you're killing yourself. You're poisoning your own water supplies and your groundwater and all that kind of stuff. It's, I know, but I don't, he doesn't care. He couldn't care less. He doesn't care about his own people. I think, I think it's a classic bully situation. And I think he just needs to be smashed right in the face. Wow, we're very violent today. Well, that what's happening in the world right now. I agree. I and agree. I, I, and I think, you know, one real solid humiliation would drop, you know, I think his popularity, not only among the people, but among his uh, oligarchs and the military leaders would, would, would set him back a notch. I mean, he's not beyond reproach here. He could be taken down in, internally. And I think that's what we're hoping. Yeah, that's... Make him look bad. Well... The Russian people aren't seeing the news about what's going on. A lot of people that are living in Russia support what he's doing because you're not even allowed to call it a war without get, going to prison there. Um, so, you know, it's even people that are Ukrainian and have relatives in Russia and when they're talking to their relatives, their relatives are like, no, 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 Putin's doing the right thing. And they're, no, he, no, it's Ukrainians killing each other. No, it's not. You know, because they're looking at Russian state television and they're being told this every day. And the Internet's been closed off to most people that are our age and older because they don't know how to fix their things, you know. And they're not listening to their kids or their nieces, nephews, whatever. They're just not listening to them. Mm -hmm. A lot of Russians support this. And now we've got the Syrian guy going in. Assad? Uh, No, 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 no. Uh, The general that... um, Slaughtered oh, everybody. The in Russian Aleppo. general, yeah, that, that guy was very effective in killing innocent people. Right. He's now running the show. Right. Um, and in Mariupol, I heard a report this morning um, that with the thousands of people that are, have been left there with no food or water the past couple of months, um, no electricity. I mean, Mariupol is just awful. They were trying to get people were still trying to leave, mm-hmm. and Russian soldiers were just mowing him down, shooting him. And so they can't even leave freely. So when are we? He's gonna. When is he officially gonna be declared a war criminal? Um, we've done to, it. No, calling the the president of the United States saying he committed war crimes and officially designating him as a war criminal. I think are That's not the same thing. That's up to the Hague. Um, well, and I know it's happen? been. I know it's been proposed. Um, I, mean, I still think we spent three. You know, an attack on democracy anywhere is a attack attack everywhere. everywhere. I think we spend. Three quarters of a trillion dollars on a military, mm-hmm. you know. If we don't spend it, if we're if we're not going to use it for something like this, mm-hmm. you know, what do we need a military for? Let's take that three quarters of a million dollars and spend it on housing for for lower income people. Let's spend it on education. Let's spend it on healthcare. Let's spend it on the American people. Let's I've spend it on making our lives years. better. If we're going to spend that much money on the military and not use it in a situation that's that's really beneficial to us and our democracy and the safety of the Western world, it's ridiculous. I'm not a pro war guy, but you know, let's go. It's maybe it's time to go. No, I, 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 I agree. You with hear you. me. I hear you. <laughs> Speaking of um, terrorists, uh, Governor Abbott of Texas, did you hear the one about the $240 million worth of produce that went bad because of him? I can't wait. Um, so Governor Abbott decided because um, – this is hilarious – because the Biden administration has decided to allow people that are seeking asylum here to come into the country now without – having to worry about the COVID restriction that was over them. <clears throat> and people that want us to not wear masks on planes are very upset with immigrants coming into this country that might have COVID. 
I don't no, they're not. They're just upset with immigrants coming into this country because right. they're not white. Right. And um, so, so what Abbott has been doing is uh, the past week or so, he's inspecting trucks at the border that oh, are bringing slowing over them down, produce, like drastically. And two hundred forty million dollars worth of produce has gone bad. That's not going to affect the price. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, luckily, it is. it is becoming more of a national story um, because people in Texas are complaining, thankfully. Uh, so Texas, vote for Beto if you want to eat. Um, I don't that's think he's doing, his polling is not as good as I thought it was going to be. I thought it would be like 40 They're tied. 52. They're tied. Come on. They're tied. I'm last go, I heard. Let me go to the real clear politics and see what's um, Last I heard they were tied, but that was maybe a week ago. Hopefully Abbott's numbers are going down because of this, because he's costing money. He's costing, he's, he's exacerbating inflation by doing this and then, you know, killing off perfectly good food for people that are hungry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's insane. It's out of, what, do you, what did you find? I'm going to find, I'm, I'm just going to check out the polling really quick. Latest polls. Let me go <clears> with, <throat> with uh, <laughs> top governor. Top governor. Lottie, Lottie. I'm sure I have glasses here. Somewhere. There they are. There's your glasses, buddy. Let me go with the states. Let me see. State polls. This is really interesting. <laughs> for who? For, for the listeners, I'm sure. No, you keep talking. You're good at that, right? No, not really. That's why I have people with me so I can talk to somebody. Okay. Keep going, kid. Um, I'm here. I'm with you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Governor Abbott basically um, talk about terror. That's that's economic terrorism, if you think about it, because he couldn't care less about Texans or the rest of the country. Again, one person is affecting the rest of the country because of the Title 42 thing that's supposed to be lifted because immigrants, whatever. Um, Most recent poll, which mm -hmm. is in March, has Abbott up by two, which is good. Yeah, it's, it's a statistical ties was the last I heard. Um, but that's the best he's done in a while. But still, take it. Yeah, take it because Texans are learning. Um, about this, and, and hopefully Florida residents will learn, too. Um, do we want to talk about the mouse first, or do we want to talk about math? Uh, let's go with the mouse. Okay. So DeSantis... <laughs> now, I don't have a problem... Okay. Disney is its own country unto itself in Florida. It's a little fiefdom in the center. And I don't... Kind of rule their, they kind of rule their own roost. They can tell you how many taxes they want to pay. You know, it's, it's, it's... And it was carved out for a reason, because tourism and jobs and all sorts of things were being brought into um, Florida. And he wants... What DeSantis wants to do is dissolve that... And so that Disney would have to be like every other corporation that resides in Florida and pay their taxes and do yada, yada, yada. But he's not doing it because he finds that to be bad law. He's doing it because he doesn't like Disney. Because they're pissed off at his response to the Don't Say Gay bill. Right. Because they have a huge LBGTQAINYZ component. And they, well, I've heard it's like a hate crime in like 12 different states if you don't say all the letters. So I just want to make sure I, I get don't know. I don't know. Um, and the, their employee and their staff were not happy about their kind of neutral stance. It was very neutral on at the first, issue. yeah. And, um, you know, I don't blame Disney. They give money to everybody. That's what you do when you're a company like Disney. You right. got you to fill every single pocket. Of course. But uh, Disney and uh, who's the CEO now? It's not... Uh, 
It's no, not Iger it's anymore. It's not Bob Iger. It's, uh, it's another Bob. It was an interesting article about a little war between the two of them because a new Bob had come up under the old Bob and he'd been his mentor. And then right. they had a, uh, kind of a parting of the ways. But uh, they, they took a stand. And, you know, DeSantis, who wants to be president and is doing everything in his, pos- in his power to take actions that don't necessarily benefit the citizens of Florida, but benefit his future political ambitions. Uh, it's like, you know, he's going to start a war with everyone he can to make himself look tough. Well, and, and there are 77,000 people that work at or around Disney World itself that if these things happen, jobs will be lost. He's already killed how many thousands of people in Florida with COVID because he's an idiot. Many thousands? Many, many t- tens of thousands. Um, so this is a... Um, Lawmakers returned to Tallahassee for a special session to finalize the new congressional maps, which he deemed, these are good. That's another problem. Mm-hmm. Um, he, ch- he changed the agenda for the week to also include a review of independent special districts that were established prior to November 5th, 1968, which is how Disney World came into being in Florida. Um, I think the mouse is going to win this fight. They've been through fights before. Um, it's a My money's on the mouse. My money is on the mouse, too. You know too. why? Because the mouse has the money. Mouse has the money. And, I mean, people, did you see this one woman? Somebody put pedophiles over Disney's sign. I saw an interesting thing about that. Uh, Jan Mayer had yeah. it was on Rachel last night. And it's just like, that's always been my thing. It's like, what's the worst thing you can say about a person? That they harmed a child, that they molested a child. So, okay, that's what we're going to do. We're going to accuse all our enemies of being child rapists. Because mm-hmm. there's really, really nothing worse in the world you could do than that. And then by, by extension, they're monsters. And then... By further extension, you know, you're justified to anything you do to someone who's a monster. Right. They're subhuman. So you can, you can kill them if you want. What I find so interesting. everybody's a pedo. I, but what's interesting is how many, a couple dozen at least in the past couple of years that have been busted for pedophilia are Republicans. Like, can you name a Democrat? No, I mean, the same thing with voter fraud. You, you accuse your enemy of your own worst crime. That's the, they, that's, that's the that's number one in right. their playbook. Accuse your enemy of your own worst crime. Yeah, and um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, the woman that took down the pedophile sign, though, over Disney World was great. She just climbed up there and took it down. Just a, a regular citizen mm-hmm. took it down, and everybody, you know, the who counter-protesters. Put, who put the sign up there? Protesters Somebody, that are it. saying, I'm not going to go to Disney anymore. Good, it'll be good. a happier place now. You can have your kids screaming at you. Yeah, good luck with that. And and by the way, I would like to go now because you're not going. Yep. Um, uh, and then Florida also did this this week they um the florida yeah math is hard the florida education department rejected 54 math textbooks i need an example by the way of what could possibly be in a math book that could be construed for critical race theory um the the list of books were released finally but it's 54 i'm not going to go through all 54 initially the list of books were not it, they rejected books you have 10 black people over here who are making 60% of the salary of four white people over here so if you combine the two what's the total amount what's the how fast average, is the train going well, exactly how long will it take the train to get to baltimore <laughs> Is, is that what the, is that is that the critical race thing I know, and maybe about? it's because there's an equal sign in math, and they don't know, like I, that. I don't know, but there has to be something in the book that leads him. That I mean, can't be nothing. Can't just be math problems. Like, what are they claiming is the thing in the book that advocates critical race theory? Of the the forty one percent of the books, uh, so it was fifty four out of one hundred thirty two books were rejected. 
Of those uh, 54, 28 were rejected because they, quote, incorporate prohibited topics or unsolicited strategies, including critical race theory. I don't see how that would be in a math book. I don't even see it in like in, in a serious word problem or an algebra books. I don't I don't see. And what's a prohibited topic in math? Adding and subtracting? I don't <laughs> I mean, honestly, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I need an example. Because even when I heard the news story, it's like, OK, now why don't you follow up and tell us exactly what their issue was with the book and in, in the particular book they want to ban? Yeah, it's it's What's the content that you have you're taking issue with. They won't. Uh, the books were released. The, the names of the books have been released, and there is a. They have red and green as to why they accepted or. And each publisher and most of books, by the way, that that kids le- learning from are published in Texas. Texas controls the textbooks. Sure, there's a like in a the commission. Yeah, and so. Texas School Book Depository. Exactly. Um, so, I guess Texas was okay with these books. Because they are the main suppliers, so it's. Sure. But the the um, the publishers do have a right to appeal. I, <laughs> You're throwing up your hands. I, it, you Jody's know, had it. I am done with these people. <laughs> Mexico's looking nicer and nicer every year. Um, it's just dumb. It, you know, like we said before, God, don't tell them about Arabic numerals. Is that you your know? analysis? It's dumb. It's dumb. It's that, just dumb. That's every week. The hard-hitting analysis. That's what you tune <laughs> in for. Dumb. <laughs> Dummies. They're just dumb. Um, are they poo-poo heads also? I just want to make sure they we're They are poo-poo duty heads. <laughs> okay. They're duty, duty, duty. Sorry. Okay. They have, um, uh, in 2020, apparently, DeSantis removed common core concepts. Um. Now, I have some friends that are teachers that when Common Core was adapted, I said, I said, I have friends that are complaining about how you get to, you deal with math problems in particular with Common Core because kids are learning it in a different way. And my friend goes, look, it's just a different way of doing it. It's not just rote memorization. You have to understand why this is going this way. So it's more of a critical thinking thing. Maybe that's the problem. Critical thinking, not critical race theory. Well, they've already wiped managed to wipe out critical thinking over the last forty years. That's why Biden is every time I see a new headline, Biden hits an all time new low in the polls. I mean, like how stupid or lacking in discernment can people be? And I guess we're seeing it. You know, because forty years of Republicans attacking public education and people can't tell from Shinola anymore. Well, and also, um They can't look at context. Well, also the other problem is um Joe Biden arguably, is a very successful president in a very short period of time. Yeah, his first, month in down, off, his first month in office, more people died of COVID than any individual month during Trump's campaign. It's because, you know, he left us with the house on fire, and the fire grew another 5% the, the day the month after he left. But no, that's, that's the statistic they give you. Oh, yeah, the first, his first three months in office, more people died in COVID than the last year during Donald Trump's office. Like, like, you know, that kind of nonsense. And it's like, you're like gagging, trying to wrap your brain around the stupidity of their argument and come back with a coherent response. But it's just like, you know, like they make their points on a, on a bumper sticker and we have, and we need a white paper. And well, that's there's the that, but the other problem is in a country where 40% of the people are functionally illiterate. The other problem is that even with the good news that he, that is arguably there, Unemployment's down. Yes, inflation is coming because of COVID going away to a certain degree and things are being made again. So it's, you know, they're well, having to ramp back up. Well, the supply and demand are having to ramp back up supply. I mean, you know, you're going to get no supply and demand 
issue with people that you know aren't reading textbooks because they have critical race theory in them and math books. But also, the media does not cover it. In fact, Eric no, Bullock's the me- last the media, piece. The media, the media is a joke. The last piece that Eric Bullock their virtue wrote, signaling is is absurd. Well, yeah, the last piece that he wrote included a poll that said thirty seven percent of the people polled thought we were high unemployment, not record low unemployment. Thirty seven percent of the people polled. And that's because you've got your Fox Newses and you've got your OANs and you've got your no. Like I said, they they're covering unemployment for the last for six months like it's the Holocaust to say, hey, look how critical we're we're being we're being just as critical of Joe Biden as we were of Donald Trump. Yeah, that's no. not but that those aren't equal things to be critical of. No, and our unemployment it's global, is global. It's global unemployment. No, no, but our unemployment's down. But no, to not three point six percent inflation. Inflation, yes, it's not Joe Biden's fault. The inflation three point three, yeah, three point six percent. Yeah, I mean it's a fifty-two year low. <clears throat> Hi, better than any. When they, uh, I had an argument with somebody, and he said, "Well, it's just getting jobs back." I said, "No, no, 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 no. We were losing jobs before the pandemic. First off, had that not even happened, his unemployment, Trump's unemployment, would have still gone up, not as high. Probably, it was gone. It was on its way back. He inherited four point seven. He inherited structurally structural full employment. Right, and um, and he, and he goes, "Well, it's getting jobs back." I said, "No, it's not." Well, it did. It got all the jobs back. And, and now then more. more. Right. And now more. So it's like, eh. and then other people are like, well, you know, the inflation part. Well, it, we're still not at 12% inflation. Thank you very much. Um, it was way worse in the 70s. In fact, was it Chuck Todd who said it? Somebody said it the other day that, yeah, it was Chuck Todd, that people trying to buy homes now are paying a higher interest rate than the previous generation. I paid seven and three quarters interest yeah. when I bought this house. So- we're still not there. We're it's around five and a half percent. If you have good, you know, so credit. NBC still employs Chuck Todd. Yes, he does with his bad bangs and stupidity. Oh, Nicole Wallace, where are you when we need you? She's I meet on, the press. She's on. We need her. I meet the press. I want Rachel, but then that's not right. That's Rachel's not the right person for that gig. She'd be great. She's great at anything, but you know, you have to be perceived as a moderate. And Nicole, and in no world is. Uh, Rachel Maddow, who's brilliant and who I agree with on everything, perceived as a moderate. Nicole Wallace is a former Republican, and she's smart, and she knows Very how to smart. ask questions. And she knows how to stay on top of people, and she knows how to let, not let people squirm away. She's very good at that. She is. I she's wish they the would give her that. She's the best person available for that job. I wish they would give her that. Um, so, um, Alex Jones, uh, his company, InfoWars, has filed for bankruptcy. Now... I'm glad that he doesn't have money coming in from that at the moment. Um, but this is for him to get out of paying people from Sandy Hook. That's what this is about. Because um, he tried to settle with them, and they said no. Um, they want to go to court. They want they want everything to be out in the public. They want testimony. They want all of this out there. And I understand that. Because settling would be easier for everybody. But they're like, no, no, no. We need evidence. We want we want him to testify. You know, he has admitted finally that it actually happened. But some of these people had death threats against them. I mean, whose children were murdered. And he said it was a hoax. So F him. So he's just trying to get out of paying them. So hopefully they'll find money and get it. bleed him as dry as they possibly can. But you and I were saying, you know, he'll probably make money off of just being Alex Jones. But he's in other trouble. Oh, do tell. He's in other trouble. <clears throat> Um, Oath Keepers, they're getting chatty. Seditious conspiracy is They don't have big, huge platforms and TV shows with money coming in. They still have to go to a job five, Mm -hmm. six days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, 
there were some texts prior to January 6th between some people from the Oath Keepers and uh, Alex Jones, to name one, and Ali uh, Alexander was um, in this, and Enrique Tario, who is now cooperating, it sounds like, with the with the DOJ, I believe it is. Um, but yeah, they uh, the evidence, um, there was a direct tie between Megs, who is an Oath Keeper, and Enrique Tario. Um, the prosecutors highlighted in their in- interest in January 5th between meeting between Rhodes and Tario in a parking garage in D.C. shortly after Tario was released following his January 4th arrest. Remember, he got arrested for, I think, weapons he brought into the city? Sure. Um, <clears throat> they previously disclosed messages that Meg sent describing efforts to forge an alliance between the Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, and other groups like th- the Three Percenters. Um, and Megs is an Oath Keeper leader, um, and he's been incarcerated while awaiting trial. Mm-hmm. Now, we've had three convictions He's so the older-looking, raggy guy, but also happened to have gone to Yale or something? I don't remember. Got it. Um, and there's- Older uh, white guy, 60s? Yeah. Yeah. Rhodes noted he previously- Oh, Rhodes, yeah. No, he, he went to like Yale. He's like a smart guy. <laughs> uh, no, not Rhodes. Not the school. The person. Yes. That's um, what I mean. He went to Yale. I didn't say he's a Rhodes Scholar. Not that smart. Um, Rhodes noted that he'd previously worked with First Amendment Praetorian, a group linked to Flynn. Praetorians, really? Uh, to protect Flynn as well as the group designed, assigned to protect pro-Trump broadcaster and bankruptcy guy, Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. Um, we may have to, we may also end up assisting the PSD for Alex Jones again, which was a great feather in our cap. We worked superbly with both Alex Jones, security team, Praetorian guard. Uh, they love working with us because of our legit, quiet, professional demeanor and skill sets. Okay. Lordy, Lordy. Humble brag. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is interesting um, news, to say the least, um, regarding... I know you're sleepy. I'm going to let you go soon. No, I'm good. Um, but then we've got the Mark Meadows texts with Chip Roy and Mike Lee. Um, not good. Um, Lee and Roy just... Decla- I mean, the problem is it's, it's, a, it's a fire hose... Of outrage, it's just too much. I mean, you, it's, it's getting crazy. It's Jenny Thomas and and yeah, that's and gone away. Thomas. I mean, it's like any one of these individually would have been Benghazi times ten. And there's so much. It's like it's 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 a, it's a a metaphor for the entire Trump presidency. You know, you're it's it's like drinking from a fire hose. It's like there's just too much. We can't we can't get it all. There should be hearings about Ginny Thomas and Clarence Thomas. There should be hearings about all these things. Well, I know that. The, okay, so the, the hearing rooms, the Benny Thompson, the January sixth com- committee is supposed to be starting. I mean, it's been around for more than a year. Yeah. When, when are we having public hearings? Next month. I'm going to hold you to it. That's what I'm they've been saying. I'm going to hold you personally responsible, yeah, Jerry idea. Hamilton. I believe they're going to start the hearings in May or June because the war is an also problematic issue um i believe they said that they zolofgren she's on the committee she said yeah may or june and or june and then the final report by september and there has been talk in the public not so much uh not necessarily privately about them referring or not referring a criminal contempt charge or criminal uh referral to the january 6th the justice department the justice department which by the way the guy running that has only been in office since like November. Yeah. Merrick Garland's been around, but the guy that's actually running the in the investigation got it. only got confirmed like last November. So he's really going fast if you think about it. Three convictions so far, a bunch of guilty pleas. Um and uh, uh Kimberly Guilfoyle testified to the committee again. 
Have you ever seen pictures of her from the olden days with Gavin Newsom? She's no. like a different person. Really? Yeah. Like you wouldn't recognize her. Really? Yes. She's weird. I don't like her. <clears throat> she's very loud. Kimberly Gargoyle? Yeah. She's she looks like loud. a gargoyle. A little bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, according to Zoloffrin, they want to start in May, but the, what they want to do with these hearings is not piecemeal it. They're no, going to have a really tight narrative. And I hope that the questioning continues. And like, you know, they used to, it's not the grandstand we usually see where one person starts a line of questioning and then another person comes up and they start talking about something else. It's like, no, drill down. No, they're going to have it and very- they have 800 witnesses, so they're going to have a lot of information yes. that they're going to weave together like Tens of thousands of documents, tens of, and they have about another hundred or so people that they want to talk to. Um, I don't know why they, don't, they just don't talk to Donald Trump. They, He's a private citizen. Just subpoena him. What are you waiting for? They-, they wouldn't worry about it just yet. There's there's a reason to do it when you do it. Like if they had already had the hearings, we would have forgotten them by now. We want them as close to, to the, the election, election as possible, possible um, because we need to make it. S- what I was going to speak in the election. Yes. No, it's not this next election coming up. But I, there's something I want to talk about was Diane Feinstein. Okay. Like I mean. What, what do we do? I mean, does this, I think it's beyond just not running for re-election. I think at this point, I think it's, she's probably resigned. And they should give that seat to Katie Porter. I mean, well, she's, a, the... she's apparently just not there. Well, she's been going through <clears throat> a lot. Um, uh, yeah. 90 years of life. Almost. Um, well, there are other people in the Senate that should also retire that aren't Diane Feinstein that are the same. Hi, Chuck Grassley. I'm looking at you. Sure. Um, uh, just to name one person, but she, uh, didn't her husband die? Diane Feinstein? Apparently, she's been kind of not really she's fully- She's been going back and forth fully, a lot. Fully engaged. That depends on who you talk to. Okay. Well, I, w- I was reading an interesting article. It's just like, you know, the people on her staff, they're not going to- They all have great cushy gigs with, a, with a, you know, an esteemed- um, What is it called? When you, when you have a lot of seniority, you are, you are the whatever. Senior. She's a senior senator yeah, from California. With a ton of juice, and that's a great gig to have. You know, she she leaves her job, and you got to start over. So it seems like the people most apt to be able to advise her, "Hey, maybe it's time," are not going to do that because it's her being in office feathers their nest. But I, I couldn't imagine her running for another term. Well, she's I, she hasn't said she wouldn't. Well, she'll be primaried. I wouldn't vote for her. I'd vote for Katie Porter. If Katie Porter runs, I mean, somebody's going to run. Somebody important is going to run, and I I don't think, I mean, I don't know how she'd debate them. Well. Um, we know that the Republican. What do you think she should do? Well, I think she should retire. Um, uh, now, I, I, I think a lot of people should, though, that are too old. I'm not to asking be there. about them. I'm asking. Well, I'm she's asking, my senator. I'm so. asking about our house. What's going on? In our no, house? I, 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 I've thought it for a little while because yeah. she's she's so old guard when it comes to the Senate and them getting along that she's a like lot. She's not aware that bipartisanship isn't a thing anymore. Well, so were a lot of people in the Senate. Um, so are a lot of people in the house. And it's time to give some young people, the next generation, a shot. She's going to be 90 on her next birthday. I mean, that means she'll be, what, 92 when she runs? I think so, yeah. And then 98? I mean, come on. No, I mean, it's up to her. Um, I mean, I get keeping uh, the, the political committee, the action committee open or, or declaring. Yeah, she's cause, keeping Because then it allows you to, com- to continue to raise money. Mm-hmm. And then she can turn that money over to whoever, you know, succeeds her. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, somebody's got to have an intervention with her. Yeah. I mean, I, in California, that's, you know, perhaps the governor will give her a call or whatever. Um, and, and most senators and, and people of her stature, their staff does most of the work anyway. Okay. If you think about Percentage it. chance Joe Biden runs for president in 2024. 
Um, uh, there was a report I read this morning that he's told President Obama he's planning on running. Okay. But I don't think he's not going to say he's not. And I mean, of course you can't say it now. Of course not. I mean, what, what do you think the odds are that he runs at more or less than 75%? It, it will depend on this election. I'm asking you now, though. I, I'm, he's going to run. Okay. I think less than 75%. All right. All right and you can mark my words. Oh, yeah. We marked him on Ukraine. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I just teed that one up for you. Yeah, you did. Special Thank Vic you T-Bow for Band. listening to another perfect From game. the Bunker. That was from the onion, my favorite onion of all time. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And um, I think Barton and I will be talking at you guys next week. Um, And Patreon people, keep listening.